There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Right now at Safeway, shop the Big BOGO sale and get all your favorite cleaning essentials. Buy one, get one 50% off. Head into Safeway and shop for select items like Febreze air fresheners, Airwick scented oil refills, Glade three-wick candles, Mr. Clean antibacterial cleaner, Method all-purpose cleaner, or soft scrub cleanser. And get them buy one, get one 50% off. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week. Come on in, everybody. Y'all give me the thumbs up. Let me know you can hear me clear. Give me the thumbs up. Let me know that you can hear me clear. I see that y'all are in here. Duval, good to see you. Jacksonville, Atlanta, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Let's go. It's 7 o'clock on the dot. Not in a drop top, but it is a beautiful day in the Mile High City, 5280 Denver, Colorado. Y'all come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. To God be the glory. We are just shy of 400 decisions. In fact, uh, somebody give me the uh, recent number um, that would have that from my team of where we're at, of how many people have given their lives to the Lord so far this year. To God be the glory for that. Come on in, Aurora. I get, I see you. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, you can hear me good, good. Facebook, awesome, awesome. I have been having some technical issues uh, today. Instagram would not let me post a doggone reel. Uh, but that's all right. We'll keep it moving. Miami, good to see you. Brussels, welcome. Houston, Texas, H-Tone. Good to see you. Come on in. Everybody everywhere. Florida. Good to see you, Florida. Glad that you're with us tonight. Everybody. Denver. Good to see you. Jersey. Good to see you. St. Louis. Welcome. New Jersey. Welcome. Parker, Colorado. Good to see you. Everybody everywhere. Come on in. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. Again, when you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. And I know you're excited just like I am about people giving their lives to the Lord. Listen, you cannot have a Christianity that's focused on us four and no more, meaning Lord, me, 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 and not uh, reach out to anybody else. Tonight, we're doing it a little different. I'm going to be on TikTok tonight instead of the Harvest Church IG, all right? So we'll be on the Bishop Woman IG, Bishop Woman TikTok, as well as all of our YouTube pages, our Facebook pages, our app, our website, Twitch, and LinkedIn, all right? Colorado Springs, good to see you. Fairfield, California, welcome. Alabama, good to see you. Inglewood, welcome. Glad that you're in here tonight. Again, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get to say, Vegas, what's going on, Vegas? Good to see you over here on TikTok. Again, doing a little different tonight. Got TikTok in the place of the Harvest Church IG. So for those of you that are used to being over there, um, you may be looking for that to come up. It's not going to come up. You just want to join me on one of the other platforms. Listen, um, I want you to start tonight by naming this week. In Genesis 2.19, everything that the Lord created, and this is the day, this is the week, this is the month that the Lord has made, and we shall be rejoiced and be made glad in it. I need you to name this week. Now, we know this month is your meta month. But I want you to name this week. What is the one thing you want to see happen this week? And I want you to be as specific as you can. Name this week. Drop it in the comments. And we're going to cover that in prayer. Don't just use generic things. Breakthrough. Breakthrough in what? Um, to break through means you literally got to punt something to get to the other side. So be as specific as you can. A blessed week. You're already blessed. Don't go there. Don't be generic. Many people get frustrated because they get generic answers, but that's also because they gave generic prayers. The Bible says that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Effective means specific and strategic. You have to be specific. I see results. Results in what? A big victory. Big victories in what? I want you to be as specific as you can be in what you name this week. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death comes first because it's easier to speak death it's easier to speak negativity than it is to speak the word. It's easier to speak something negative happening than it is to speak something good happening. Let's lower this. And I need you to learn the power of speaking faith. I need you to learn of speaking something good in your life. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover every single uh, name that has been released for this week. And I pray, God, that you would take it and that you would bring it to pass. You have a God that answers prayer. You have a God that brings results. You have a God 
that brings change. You are the God that causes us to see things manifest. And so for that, we say thank you. Father, we release what we named this week. And Father, we pray that you would bring it to pass. You told us in your word that we could decree a thing and it would be established. Job 22, 28. You told us in your word that we could call things that be not as though they were Romans 4, 17. So we name this week and we declare what well, we name it, it is. Because this is a week of answers. We declare that this is a week of favor. We declare that this is a week of every door we knock on, that door opens for us. We declare that this is a week of bigger opportunities. Wherever there were no's in previous situations, that there would be yeses this week in Jesus' name. We declare that this is a strike-free week. That means that we will not be wrestling and fighting and dealing with people and their foolishness this week. We declare that this is a week, Father, where money tracks us down. I pray that we would be money magnets this week, not for our own sake, but we're blessed to be a blessing, God. You can use us as rivers. We're not reservoirs. You can get blessing to us because you know that you can get blessing through us. And for that, we say thank you. This is a week of healing, God, healing from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet, not just in our bodies. But healing in our emotions, healing in the realm of our souls, that's our mind, our thoughts, our will, and our emotions. We declare, Father, that this will be a week where we see healing. This will be a week of, a week of fruitfulness. What does that mean? That this will be a week where we would see something based on something we've sown that's good. We would see the fruit of that. We would see the fruitfulness manifest this week in the name of Jesus. And for that, we say thank you now. God, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and knowingly. And tonight, God, as we pray, we thank you that we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. Father, your word makes it very clear in 1 John chapter 1 that if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. So tonight when we pray, we do not pray as sinners. No, we pray as according to Romans, the righteousness of God. That means when we pray, we are in total right standing with you. Why? We're forgiven for our sin. That's every mistake that we've made. Your blood covers us. We're forgiven for our transgression. That's every, every time we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We are forgiven for our transgression. That's where we did what we knew uh, or what we knew we should not have done. And we're forgiven for our iniquity. That is generational sin that's been passed down and around. We're forgiven for all three. Sin, mistakes, iniquity, generational sin passed down and around in transgression where we willfully deviated. We know in the name of Jesus that we are forgiven for that. We're not perfect, but we're forgiven, type forgiven. We don't do everything right, but you did one thing right, and that one thing right makes it look as if we did everything right because the Bible says that you have imputed your righteousness, that you have imputed your righteousness for us, which means, God, that you have literally caused us to sit in the seat. That's Romans 4, 6, as if we were you, which means when we pray, we pray as if we were you, not from our failures or our mistakes, but your success and your victory, not from our insecurities and our fears, but from your fearlessness and from your place of boldness. We don't pray from our seat, but we pray from your seat. And so therefore our forgiveness gives us fortitude. Our forgiveness gives us fortitude. Our forgiveness makes us move forward. Our forgiveness makes us fearless. Our forgiveness makes us move in what you have ordained. And for that, we say thank you tonight. Now, God, guide and direct our prayers over these next few moments. Everything we pray is going to be exactly what needs to be said. Why? Prayer is our way to invite heaven to intervene in the earth. Prayer is our way to invite you to intervene in the earth. You said, Genesis 1, 26, let us make man and let them have dominion in the earth, which means in the earth we have dominion. So for you to get involved, we have to invite you in. How do we know that? You said that whatever we bind on earth, it'll be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth, it'll be loosed in heaven, which means prayer is our way to invite you in. Prayer is our way to invite the embassy of heaven to intervene in the affairs of the earth. So tonight, God, we tell you to intervene. Drop that word in the comments. We tell you to intervene, God, in every situation. Intervene in every circumstance. Intervene in every uh, vicissitude. Intervene in every challenge. Intervene in every obstacle. Intervene in every frustrating thing. Intervene in every relationship. Intervene. We ask God to intervene tonight. We invite you in, and we ask you to intervene Father, we have dominion on the earth, so we have to request heaven's intervention. And this is what a miracle is. It's when heaven intervenes supernaturally. This is what a sign is. It's when heaven shows us something supernatural. This is what a wonder is. It's when heaven makes us look at wonder and how good and how great you are. So we invite you to intervene, God. 
in the name of Jesus. And when you intervene, we don't put restrictions on you. When you intervene, we don't put you in a box. When we, when you intervene, we don't say you have to do it the way we say. We say throw your weight around and intervene in the affairs of our life. Intervene, God. Let's go up in the affairs of our nation, intervene in the affairs of the world, intervene in the affairs of our states, intervene in the affairs of our cities, intervene in the affairs of our communities, intervene, God, intervene with doctor's reports, intervene with credit reports, intervene in every shape, form, and fashion. Can I get you to drop the top three areas you want God to intervene in your life this week? Drop them in the comments. The top three areas, just three. Please follow my instructions. The top three areas that you want to see God intervene in your life. Is it your marriage? Drop it. Is it your kids? Drop it. Is it on your job? Drop it. Is it in your job search? Drop it. It is in your mind because some of you need him to intervene in your mind because you get real negative real fast. You get real pissed off real fast. You get real angry real fast. But for some of you, he needs to intervene with your attitude. That's your settled way of thinking. For some of you, he needs to change the way you think and intervene. For some of you, he needs to intervene with a doctor's report because you got a negative. For some of you, he needs to intervene with your relationship with your kids. God, wherever we need you to intervene, we invite you in right now. In Jesus' name, you see these three areas, God. So I stretch my faith and connect my faith to their faith. And there's a hookup happening in the spirit. I connect my faith to their faith. And you say, God, that wherever two or three touched and agreeing on anything, that it would be done for them. And so, Father, we thank you according to your word in Matthew 18 and 19, that because we have agreement, that we'll see intervention because we have agreement. We will see manifestation because we have agreement. God, it would be done for us now. In Jesus name, we pray. Everybody, every platform, drop an amen in the comments right there. Everybody, every platform, drop an amen in the comments right there. Do me a favor, y'all. I need for you to uh, make sure you share. If you haven't shared this yet, when you share, people get saved. We're going to pray tonight, y'all. So listen, today, this the weirdest thing has been going on today. Instagram will not let me post reels. And um, we, we, uh, that's just the craziest thing. And so my patience today has been really, really, really tested because literally I would do it, get ready to do it, and then it freeze. I deleted the app, redid it, they tried it from another phone, did all these different things, and it would only let me post one reel for prayer tonight. It would only let me post one reel for prayer tonight, which tells me that we're about to see great results from prayer tonight. You better hear me. Whenever I face any type of resistance, that means I'm looking for results. And I pray that same thing for you, that whatever resistance you are facing, that you would start looking for results. Every person on here tonight where you're facing some resistance in any area of your life. And some of this stuff is crazy. I know, right? Some of this stuff is crazy. It's like, this doesn't even make any sense. This is nuts. I need you to hear me. Everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. God told me early today what we're going to pray about tonight. And then all this resistance today, it was so stupid. I was like, this is crazy. But I pray the same thing for you, that wherever you are experiencing resistance, that you would see results. Wherever you are experiencing resistance, I pray God, open your eyes up as you're about to see results. Wherever you're experiencing any area of resistance, I pray God, open your eyes because you're about to see results. You're only afflicted where you're gifted. You are only aggravated where you're anointed. You are only, watch me, you are only come against where you are a conqueror. And I pray that tonight you would see results. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody drop an amen right there. Everybody drop an amen right there. Hey, guys, in the comments over on Facebook, stick with me. I, I, stick with me. Stay with where we're at. Stop asking questions that ain't got nothing to do with what I'm talking about. All right, stick with me. All right, listen. Listen, um, whenever you face resistance, that means there's results you're going to face somewhere. Um, and I want to, uh, this morning, early today, the Lord spoke to me about what we are to pray about tonight. And here's the first thing we're going to hit in prayer tonight. Can I get you to type these words in the comments? Small things. Small things. Small things. Small things. We're going to pray about small things tonight. And I know, like, Bishop, what do you mean small things? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Why would we pray uh, uh, about small things? Well, because here's, here's what the Lord spoke to me today. He said, most of the times uh, when people pray, they only pray about the big stuff. Not realizing that big doors swing on small hinges. Y'all better come over with me tonight, prayer. Um, you pray about the door. You never prayed about the hinge. Does it make a difference if God opens a door for you if the hinge don't work? 
Just the, the door can be open all day, but the hinge doesn't work. Anybody ever a door ever been in a door where like the door was open, but because of the hardware, the hinge of the lock, you couldn't get through it. Wave at me if you've ever had that. Wave at me if you've ever had that happen. Um, listen, it doesn't matter if you have a beautiful automobile. You can have a very small issue in that automobile. And that small issue in that automobile keep your car from working. Wave at me if you've ever had that happen. So watch me. Watch Proverbs 4 and, excuse me, Philippians 4 and 6. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Thank, tell God what you need. Thank him in advance for all he's done. Philippians 4 and 6. Most of us, we only pray about the big things. And so when the enemy, the scripture says that the small foxes, let's see my Bible readers. What's the rest of the verse? Spoil the vine. Which means it's these little small things that you that when we don't pray about, when we don't address in a spiritual way, it's these small things that start creating these bigger issues. Am I helping anybody so far? So tonight, we're going to begin to pray about some of the small things that we never think about praying about. You ready for this? We're about to pray for the things. Here's the first one, for what we desire. Because for some of you, watch me. Uh, you're like, I'm delivered from this. I don't do this no more. I don't like this no more. I don't want to do this no more. Okay, but, we, but you never pray for what you desire. And your desire comes from your appetite. You never prayed about your appetite. In other words, Lord, if there's something that I desire or that I like that isn't good for me, take that out of my desire. Make it so that that's not in my appetite. Y'all are not talking to me tonight. Big, big, big doors swing on small hinges. We're going to pray for your appetite. Because for some of you, watch me, the issue, the issue, the issue is that your desire is for something that's destructive. Your desire is for things that are destructive. And listen, some of y'all, you immediately go to things that you think of that, you know, okay, well, no, I don't do drugs. I don't do this. I don't do. Mm -mm. Maybe your desire, you ready, is for comfort. And because you desire comfort, you never do the things that you need to get changed. Because you desire comfort, you never do the things you do to need to get changed. Maybe your desire, you ready, is for everybody to like you. Woo! It's quiet. It's quiet. It's quiet. It's quiet. Let me give you a scripture. Um, the scripture says, woe to you, Luke 6, 26, if everybody likes you. For some of you, hear me. Your desire is that you make everybody happy. And if you're making everybody happy, Jesus said, woe unto you. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Are you getting the point? Are you getting the point? For some of you, you ready? Your desire is to always be right so you never learn anything. You've never prayed for what you desire. And, and, and since you've never prayed for this small thing, you have never paid attention to how this small thing you ready? Affects bigger things. Big doors swing on small hinges. This little remote controls this big old TV and computer, all this stuff. This, this, this little thing. This little thing. We're going to pray for our desires. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray tonight that our desires be what you desire. I pray, God, you said that if we delight ourselves in you, you would give us the desires of our hearts. So here's the hat. The prayer is, God, let us desire what you desire. Let us desire what you desire. Let us desire what you desire so that what we desire is what you desire. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for every desire, every ounce of appetite, desire for something that we have. Let it be beneficial and a blessing to us. Let it be beneficial and a blessing to us. Do not allow us to desire that which is destructive to us. Don't let us be Samson, where we're strong, but we desire what makes us weak. Don't let us be like David, where we never address desires that were never dealt with as young people, never dealt with as teenagers, never dealt with uh, uh, rejection issues, never dealt with uh, uh, abuse issues, never dealt with abandonment issues. Let our desires, God, line up with your word. And if it doesn't bless us, and if it doesn't benefit us, God, we release that desire. Y'all better pray with me tonight. This is good. We release that desire, God. We release the desire to be right, God. We want to be well. We want to do well. We want to do good. We want to excel. We want to be meta. Father, forgive us for the parts of us that desire to always be right about everything. Instead, 
We declare, God, that we want to be effective and we want to be excellent. We release the desire for everybody to like us. Luke says that if everybody likes us, woe unto us. Father, we release the desire for anything that we reach for, that we go after, that isn't a blessing to us. We reach for uh, the uh, any. Uh, we release the desire for anything we reach for that does not increase us. We release the desire for anything that does not help us. God, we take this thing deep. We release the desire for foods that do not bless our bodies. Y'all better pray with me tonight. We pray, God, that you would literally change our taste so that we desire things that where we eat to live instead of living to eat. When we eat to live instead of living to eat, I pray that we would have control over our desires. We would have control over what we reach for. We would have control over what we go after. We release our desire to uh, always have to get the last word. We release our desire. Come on, y'all, let's go deep. We release our desire to always be petty with people. Y'all gonna preach, and I mean, pray with me in these comments. Pray with me in these comments. We release that desire tonight in the name of Jesus. And we declare that our desires are in alignment with you. Our desires are in alignment with you. Our desire are in alignment with you. Where do we get this? Let your will be done. Nevertheless, not our will, but your will. That's your desire. That's your desire. Nevertheless, not our will, not our desires, but sure as be done. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Can I get you to put a praise in the comments wherever you're at? Put a praise in the comments wherever you're at. Not our will, God, but your will be done. Luke 22, 42. Not our desire, but your desire be done. God, don't let us desire something that doesn't line up with our calling. Don't let us desire something that doesn't line up with what we're created to do. Don't let us desire things that are going to waste time. I feel like praying now. Don't let us desire people that are going to waste time. Don't let us desire situations that are going to waste time. Don't let us desire occupations that are going to waste time. Don't let us desire possessions that are going to waste time. Don't let us desire trying to keep up with somebody on social media and it's going to waste time. Don't let us desire what is not going to bless us and, what not is, and what's not going to benefit us in Jesus' name. I need you to put another phrase in the comments. Put another praise in the comments. Put another praise in the comments. Father, do not let us be like Adam, where because he desired to please his wife, he disobeyed you. Let's talk. Let's pray. Let's talk. Let's pray. Do not let us, even if it's loved ones, God, don't let our desire to please them uh, override our desire to please you. Y'all better pray with me. Don't let our desire to please those who we are around consistently override our desire to please you. We declare that Matthew 6, 33, and the kingdom is first all day in every way. And the kingdom is first all day in every way. We pray for our desires. Make our appetite anointed. Jesus, make our appetite for something that is pleasing to you. Make our appetite something that constantly benefits us, constantly increases us, constantly blesses us. Let the Y'all ready? Let's go deeper. Let the TV shows we desire to watch, let those be shows that educate us and don't just entertain us. Let it be information that is going to cause us to change our situation because information changes situations and impartation creates celebration. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, let the desire for music that we have. Y'all want to go in? Let's go. Let the desire for the music that we have be music that pushes us and not pull us back into sad places, not pull us back into low places, not pull us back into negative thinking, not pull us back into woe is me, not pull us back as to that was our song, not pull us into a place where we no longer reside. But let it lift us up. Let us lift us up. Let it lift us up. I pray for the desire for the conversations that we have. Lord, increase the desire and the appetite for beneficial conversations. Do not let us settle for surface level whack conversations. Do not let us surf, assert, settle for surface level, unbeneficial, ridiculous, gossiping conversation. Let our desire for even the conversations that we have be those that bless us and those that benefit us. 
Let us desire to be a blessing. Let us not just desire to get something. Let us desire to give something. Y'all want to go in with me? Let's go in. Let us desire to not just receive, but let us desire to give. We are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. I pray that we'd have a desire to pour no matter where we go. Because Ephesians 6, 8 says that no matter what good we do, we will see the same back from the Lord, which means nobody ever has the ability to use us. Every poor gets a harvest. Every seed gets a, gets a harvest. Every poor produces results. Even to those, if it doesn't produce results in them, it will produce results in somebody else. Don't let us stop pouring. Don't let us stop loving. Don't let us stop giving. Don't let us stop caring. Don't let us stop encouraging. Don't let us stop building other stuff. In Jesus' name, we pray for our desires. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, I need you to drop another praise in the comments. I know you're typing a lot tonight. That's, listen, we're going in. This is prayer. This is prayer. Big doors swing on small hinges. And most of us, again, remember the scripture uh, from Philippians 4, 6. Pray about everything. And most of us only pray about the big thing. We never pray about the small thing. And the small thing is what's stopping the big thing. It's the small thing that's stopping the big thing. It is the small thing that is stopping the big thing. I'm going to say it again. It's the small thing that's interfering with the big thing. Literally. A big door, small hinges. This little remote controls this big old, all this TV and all this computer and all this technology. Your little phone connects you with the entire world. You ready? Think about it. You're driving this big old automobile with two hands that are a fraction of the size of the automobile. Catch the principle. Catch the principle. Your tongue is one of the smallest organs in your body, yet it controls your future. We gotta, you got to pray over small things. Come on, pray over small things. Drop that in the comments, small things. Pray over small things. If I fix my desires, there will be certain destruction I never have to deal with. If, if God fixes your desires for the type of people you date, there are certain destructive things you're never going to have to deal with. If he fixes your desires for the type of people you deal with, there are certain destructions you're never going to have to deal with. And most of us, we pray about big things. We never pray about small things. Because we think, well, I don't need to bother God with that. We think, well, I'll figure that out. Guess what, guys? What is the purpose of having a God who is into the details? Psalm 37, 23. God, you're into the details about us. You're into the details of our life. You're into the details of our circumstances, the details of our situations. You said that you don't just count our hairs, that you have numbered our hairs. This means every time a hair number 4,228,472 falls out, you know it. You are into the details. So tonight, God, we bring the details before you. And the first detail we cover is our desires. It's our desires. Let them line up with what you have for us. And any desire that is not lined up with you, Father, we make it simple. Just take the desire. Woo! Good God. Just take the desire. Just take it. Just take it. Just take it. Whatever desire does not line up with you, does not line up with your word, God, does not line up with what's ahead of us. Mm -mm. We ain't going to fight that thing. We're just going to release that thing in Jesus' name. Here's the second D we're going to pray about. So we're praying about details, small things. Number one, we prayed about our desires. Here's number two. We're going to pray over our declarations, of our declarations, of our declarations. I talk a lot about the words that we say because the Bible says we're in the image and the likeness of God. What is God? He's a speaking spirit. He's a speaking spirit. That's what he is. He's a speaking spirit. The image and likeness of God is a speaking spirit. That's what he is. The, look at Genesis and the spirit of the Lord hovered, hovered over the face of the deep. Then God said, spirit that speaks. That's him. What are you and I? We are spirits that speak. So our declarations are really important. So I, can I be honest with y'all? I was getting so doggone frustrated with this thing on Instagram, not letting me, um, not letting me post these things. And it literally messed up my whole I, I did a, I did a video, then another one, then another one, then another one, then another one. 
I did like four or five of the same reels to that. I'm like, this thing is popping. This thing is on fire. I got to get it out. And it literally delayed me for, it literally took like an hour out of my day. And then I was just so frustrated. And I got so mad. Anybody ever got mad over something that when you look at it, it in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that big of a deal. But the way it affected you was a big effect. Wave at me. Wave at me. Don't you judge me. Wave at me. Anybody ever, when you look back on the issue, it was a small issue, but the way it had a big effect, right? It's the way your son said something to you, but that thing really affected you. Who am I talking to? It's the way, it's the way they looked at you. And it's just one look, but that thing really, it had a big effect. It was small, but it had a big effect. This is why Philippians 4, 6, pray over everything. Pray over everything okay so that thing and so i noticed i started getting negative and i was i started saying negative things. i was getting negative because i was like god i'm trying to help people i ain't doing this for me i'm doing this for you people I just, you ready here's this and here's here's it's so simple and i know you may look at that simple that's so simple oh god i could give you much bigger stories but i want to illustrate this point on what has just happened today uh, uh for a part of today matthew 12 36 but i tell you that on the day of judgment, you will give an account for every careless word you speak. On the day of judgment, that's Matthew 12, 36. You will give an account for every careless word you speak. Everybody listen. Judgment is not referring to some day in the future. Judgment there is in the Greek is the word diacrisis. It means that you're going to face what you spoke and that's going to be, you're going to have to give an account for it. You're going to face what you said and you're going to have to give an account for it. I'm going to say it again. You're going to face what you said, and you're going to have to give an account for it. You're going to see what you said, and that's going to be judgment. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? You are going to see what you said, and that is going to be judgment. He says every careless word you spoke. If I look at me, the second small thing or detail we're going to pray over today is our declarations. Because many times we release things out of anger, out of frustration, out of just being mad in the moment, out of something not working and all that. And God says, you're going to give an account for every idle word that you release. Let me give you one more scripture. Let me give you, uh, let me give you one more scripture. Uh, in Numbers chapter 14, verses 20, verse 28, listen to what God said. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do exactly what I heard you say. I will do exactly what I have heard you say. So many times we release those small things when we ticked off, when we're angry, when we're mad. And then God says, oh, I heard you. And watch me. And that's going to have to come to pass. And your judgment will be that you see what you said. Let me give you an example. So you call somebody out their name. Now they're acting like what you call them. Am I talking to anybody? That's Numbers 1426. Excuse me, Numbers 1428 for that. Matthew 1236 for the first one. Watch me. So you say something. So you say something about your kids because you're frustrated. And now they're acting exactly like what you said they are. Talk to me in these comments, y'all. You called your spouse something in your head. Or excuse me, not in your head because I think I'm out of your mouth. And now they're acting like exactly what you call them. You said they are bleep, and now they're acting like a bleep. It's quiet. You said you always going through something. So guess what you're doing? You're always going through something. You said that you can't catch a break. Guess what you can't catch? A break. It's quiet in here. You said, I'm just so tired. So guess what happens? You're so tired all the time. You said it. And he said, I'm going to give you exactly what I heard you say. Why? We're in the image and the likeness of God. We are speaking spirits. Everything you create is coming out of your mouth. Everything you create is coming out of your mouth. You said nobody ever helps you. So guess what you don't ever get? Help. You said it. God didn't do that to you. You did it to yourself. Come on, y'all. We're about to pray, but I need you to catch the principle. I need you to catch the principle. You, were, you, you didn't really even pay attention to what you said because it was an idle word. It was a careless word. It was a careless word. It was a careless word. It was, everybody stick with me in these comments. Y'all stop bearing. Stick with me. It was a careless word. So because it was careless, you released it. You said, you ready? You said you don't have it. 
You can't afford it. So guess what you never have? The money you need. Guess what you never have? You can never afford what you want. Never. You said it. So here's the small thing we're going to pray about. Philippians 4 and 6. Pray about everything. Most people never pray about the small things. Number one, we pray over our desires. Number two, we're going to pray over our declarations. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray over our declarations. We pray that we would only utter and release things that bless us and benefit us. We are speaking spirits. We are in the image and the likeness of God. And Father, because we're in the image and likeness of you, in Genesis, we saw that your spirit hovered, your spirit saw, your spirit looked, then your spirit spoke. Your spirit saw, then your spirit spoke. It did not speak the darkness, it saw. It spoke the light that it wanted to see. Father, forgive us for speaking what we see as if it's not obvious. Instead, what we have to do is we have to speak and release what we want to see, what we desire to see. In Jesus' name, we ask that you forgive us and cancel the power of every negative, idle, careless word we've spoken. According to Matthew 12, 36, you said in Numbers 14, 28, you would give us exactly what you heard us say. You would give us exactly what you heard us say. And this is why we get pushed to speak negative and we get pushed to speak death and we get pushed to speak crazy stuff when we're angry, when we're frustrated, when we're mad. Why? Because we will literally create the curse ourselves. We will literally, oh my God, we'll create the negative situation ourselves. We'll literally create the darkness ourselves. We'll literally create the mess ourselves. We did it. And tonight, God, we say forgive us in the name of Jesus. And not only do we ask, uh -uh, don't come on here uh, soliciting, please. Don't do that. We, we pray that not only would you forgive us, God, but we cancel the power of every word that we have spoken that is negative. We cancel the fruit from manifesting. We cancel every careless and idle word that we have spoken in Jesus' name, and we replace that with your word. We declare we are 100% blessed all day and every way. We declare that there is no weapon formed against us will prosper every time that rises in judgment. It is condemned. We pray, God, that we would see miracle signs and wonders as our usual. We pray, God, that the support we need, we have. We declare, God, that the resources we need, we have abundance. We don't live in a place called all right. We don't live in a place called I'm good. We live in a place called Meta, Ephesians 3 and 20, where you have a God that does exceedingly abundantly above all, and we shall ask or think. We live in that place, and we cancel every careless word. We cancel every careless word. We cancel every careless word that we've spoken over anything connected to us, any person around us that we have spoken something negative of or negative about or gave a negative report. I just heard the Lord say, your boss acts that way because you said they do. I don't know who that's for. Your boss treats you like that because you spoke that. You created that monster. Now, uncreated with your words. In Jesus' name. And God says, the reason you haven't been able to find, the reason you haven't been able to find something else is because he's keeping you in that place to teach you this lesson about the power of your words because you made her act like that. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody drop an amen in the comments right there. Listen, for the person that just reached out but you need some resources, we have a whole resource guide for you. Go to Harvest Church, that church, click on resources, everything you need, we've got it there. But please don't solicit during prayer. This is not the time for that. We're praying, all right? We'll get prayer requests in just a moment, all right? Much love. Got you. I got you covered, all right? But just stick with me, okay? Listen, every, everything you see is because of what you said. Everything. Everything. I'm going to have you start typing words in the comments about what you want to see manifest in your life. I'm going to have you start typing words in the comments about what you want to see manifest in your life. I'm going to say it a third time for those of y'all in the back to get it. Everything you want to see, I'm going to have you start typing in the comments. And what's going to happen is you're going to speak it, and then I'm going to start calling some of it out, and we're going to start agreeing with it. And what did we learn? Matthew 18, wherever two or three agree on anything, it shall be done for them. So now that we canceled every all those crazy, careless words you've spoken, we need to get some new words on the books. We need to get some new words in the atmosphere, right? So I need you to begin to drop it in the comments. I'm going to call it out, and we're going to agree. All right, Father, in Jesus' name, I call out. We speak love. We speak unity, good health, better money management. In Jesus' name, favor. Come on, peace, a job somebody needs, healing, shalom in every area of their lives, joy, generational wealth. Come on here, miracles, confidence, cancellation of student loans, Purpose, patience, prosperity in Jesus' name.
100% health, 100% healing, freedom, peace in Jesus' name. House paid in full. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Breakthrough, consistency. Let me add something to your consistency in the right things. Because you can be consistent in the wrong things. You can be a consistent, inconsistent person. God ordained marriage. That's good. Prosperity, health, wisdom, positive thoughts. Let me help you. Godly thoughts. Because positive doesn't necessarily mean God. Everything that's good ain't necessarily God, although God is always good. Uh, you, you got writing your book. Uh-uh, let me help you. Completion of your book. You can be writing a book for 10 years. I need you to complete that thing. Financial independence. Let me help you to where you're the lender, not the borrower. Watch what I'm doing as you're putting it in here. I'm showing you how to be more specific with what you say. Cancellation of all debts. Come on. Self-love. Godly thoughts. Divinely instructed. Healing in your grandson from brain cancer. We speak to your grandson now. And we speak healing to him from the top of his head and the soles of his feet. Healing is the children's bread. And we come against anything in his body that's not like God. We declare that we would see a praise report from this prayer request in Jesus' name. Wealth to give more. A steadfast spirit. Come on. Maybe the lender, not the borrower. Godly friendships. Benefactors. What's a benefactor? That's somebody that shows up to pay for stuff. Four streams of passive income. I need you to be more specific there because if it gives you $10, that's passive income. I need you to name how much you want each of those streams to bring. Healing, good health, debt-free, walking in what I was created to do in excellence. Come on. Victory in your custody case. Father, we activate what you said. We are in your image. We are in your likeness. We are speaking spirits. So we speak what we want to see. This is how we create. This is how we manifest. This is how we do it. This is the how we do it. Come on, Montel. This is how we do it. Numbers 14, 28. You will give us exactly what you heard us say. Matthew 12, 36. You would cause us to give account for every careless word we speak. Father, we pray that you would guard our tongues. Don't let us speak need things that are careless. Don't let us speak things that are negative. Don't let us speak things that do not edify us and build us up. We refuse to curse ourselves. Come on. We refuse to stifle ourselves. We refuse to block ourselves. We refuse to get in our own way. We refuse to be self-destructive. Father, we come against self-destructive declarations. And we say things like we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. We say things like no weapon that's formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment, it is condemned. We say things like everywhere we see and everywhere we look, we see your blessing. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that in our meta month, we would see meta. That we would change our condition and our position. That we would go to a higher and a second order. That we would literally put some things behind us. We would walk across some things that looked impossible. That we would get to the after of every before picture. And that we would see beyond what we thought we'd never see beyond. In Jesus' name we pray. Drop an amen right there. All right? Listen, guys, um, do me a favor. If you haven't shared yet, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. And this is so, so important. I think they gave me the number. Somebody gave me the number of the most recent decisions. How many people give their lives to the Lord? Because I think we're just a couple short of 400. Or maybe we crossed it. I don't know. Somebody give me that number. Um, listen, guys, that's a small thing. But that small thing makes a big difference. The tongue, the Bible says, it, it, it's, it's a whole thing. Let me give you this scripture. The tongue, it's a small thing. James 3, 6. It says the tongue is also a fire. Um, it says several things about the tongue. Um, let's go James 3, 7. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human can tame the tongue. It's a restless evil full of deadly poison. What does the scripture say? You just, you're not going to do this on your own. You're going to need God's help to tame your tongue. Come on. I need you to make this declaration. Say, God, help me tame my tongue. Thank you. 393. Thank you. God, help me tame my tongue. 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 Lord, help me tame my tongue. James said that you can't do it on your own. James said you can't do it on your own. You need God to help you tame your tongue because your tongue is a whole trick. Huh? Your tongue is a trick. And it will, listen, and it'll have you running around like a trick. 
you need God's help to tame your tongue. It is not enough to just, oh, I think positive thoughts. That's nice. That is not enough. James said, you need God's help to tame your tongue. He says, you can tame dogs. You got dogs, you got cats, and you tell them, sit down, sit down, stand up, stand up, move, roll. You can do all of that for your animals, but when it comes to your tongue, you let it, you let it run. You need God's help to tame your tongue. You not, you need, watch me, for some of you, I just heard the Lord, loud and clear, your tongue comes out through texts and emails. Your tongue comes out, you ready to do this? Through your face. Minister, what do you mean? Your facial expressions reveal what you say. Your tongue, your tongue has created your problems. Come on here. Father, in Jesus' name, help us to tame the tongue that comes out through text. Woo, let's go, y'all. Help us to tame the tongue that comes out through email. Help us to tame the tongue that comes out through facial expressions. Woo! In Jesus' name. Yeah, they had to go to truth. Doctor says, she says, uh, I'll eat you up in an email. Y'all better hear me. Your tongue has to be tamed. And for some of you, you don't say much with your mouth. You, you speak through your text. You speak through your email. You speak through your face. And it's got to be tamed. It's got to be tamed. Let me give you Bible to back this thing up. Let me give you Bible to back this thing up. Let me get you Bible to back this thing up of how you can speak through your face. Let's go Hebrew or 1 Samuel chapter 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1. And this is Hannah. And Hannah is praying. And I'm going to read you, uh, let me read you verses 12 and 13. Guys, do me a favor. If you haven't shared, share because we've got one more thing to pray about um, uh, in terms of these small things. It says, um, so she's praying. Uh, let's go. 1 Samuel 1 11. And she made this vow, O Lord of heaven and armies, if you look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer, give me a son, I'll give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime, and a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. She was saying she was going to make him a Nazarite, and she was going to be a man of God. Verse 12, and she was, as she was praying to the Lord, Eli watched her. Eli watched her as she's praying to the Lord. Her lips were moving, but he heard no sound, so he thought she was drunk. He demanded to her, throw your wine away. What just happened is that she was speaking with her face. Hmm? Hmm? Come on, y'all. Lord, tame us so that we only triumph. Let me ask you this question, prayer, in the comments. How many of you, it's your words, like it's your verbal, audible words that you need the most? If that's it, just type number one in the comments. If it's your text messages and emails that need the most taming, drop a two. If it's your facial expressions that need the most taming, drop a three. If it is all of the above that need the most taming, drop a four. Where we at? Drop a wherever you're at. One, your verbal. Two, text and emails. Three, your facial expressions. Four, all of the above. All of the above. All of the above. You got it? God says, I'm going to do exactly. Woo! This is why some of y'all, you got to learn, oh God, that even when you get frustrating news, you got to say, I'll bless the Lord. God is good. Somebody, even if you ticked off, somebody said, what's wrong? I'm fine. Just smile. I'm fine. No, you know, what's wrong? I'm fine. Smile. You good? I'm amazing. Wow. Because he's going to give you exactly what he heard you say. That's the Bible. And I hear what some of you are saying. But Bishop, I feel like I'm being fake. Let me help you with that. Let me help you with that. Let me help you with that. Just because you feel it doesn't mean it's real. What you feel isn't real. What you feel is not always real. So how do you know what a feeling is supposed to feel like if you never felt it before? How do you know what a feeling is supposed to feel like if you never felt it before? Just because you feel something in a moment doesn't mean that what you feel is right. So you may be angry, but that's only because you don't have the whole story. You may be angry just because you feel it. That I feel like I'm being fake. You're not lying. You're prophesying. Let me help you. The Bible says that Paul, when he's standing before King Agrippa and he's got chains on, you know what the Bible says? That he says to himself, I think myself happy. In other words, he says, I, he's in chains standing in front of the king. And you know what he said? I'm choosing to think happy thoughts.
I think amazing. I'm doing amazing. How are you doing today, Paul? Amazing. Paul, you're in chains. I know. Ain't God good? Paul, you're, you're, you're being treated like less than. I know. And God is going to get the last word. Woo! Come on, y'all. Some of y'all need to type that in the comments. I think myself happy. I think myself happy. Just because you feel it does not mean it's real. Let's deal with this. Father, help us to not give into what we feel like it's real, which affects what we declare and what we desire. Help us not to give into our feelings because what we feel is not always real. And often it will pull us into a place where it negatively affects what we declare and what we desire. We think ourselves happy. I want to run now. We think ourselves happy. Some of you feel like you're not doing good. Shut your face. You're doing amazing. Do you remember where you started? Do you remember where you were? Do you remember what came at you? Do you remember what you've overcome? Shut your mouth. You're doing amazing. For every person, when in the last 72 hours, the enemy has bombarded you with thoughts and you've begun to feel like you weren't really making a lot of progress or feel like you weren't doing good. I just need you to type this in the comments. I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. Come on. Linda says, I'm doing amazing. Come on. I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. Come on. Where you at? I'm doing amazing. Where y'all at? I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. And I just heard this loud and clear. I rebuke your age. What you mean, Bishop? I rebuke you thinking that you, sh you, you, you keep telling yourself, well, I still have more. I'm this age. I'm this age. I should do this. I should do that. Shut your mouth. You're doing amazing. You didn't get the same hand everybody else got when they started, but I promise you, this is your jubilee year. God's going to make up for it. You're going to make up for it. You're going to make up for it. You're going to make up for it in Jesus' name. Last Thursday, guys, we got one more thing to pray about. Do me a favor. If you haven't liked this video, like it. If you haven't shared, share it. If you haven't told me where you're watching from, drop that in the comments. We got one more thing to pray about of these small things. Philippians 4, 6, pray about everything. Most people pray about big things. They don't pray about small things. And it's big doors that swing on small hinges. It's little remotes that control big TVs. You got to hear it. This is the principle. Um, you can ask God to open a door all day long. He can open the door, but if the hinges don't work, it won't matter because you can't get through it no how. All right, I'm teaching you the art of how to pray at a higher level. You got to pray at a higher level. So on Thursday, when I was flying out to Atlanta, my flight got delayed three times. And I've never experienced that from this particular airline. In fact, that's why I like using them. Because normally they are just, they are the creme de la creme of airline experiences for me um, so far. And so for domestic travel. And so it was delayed three times. They delayed it on Wednesday night. And then we got another delay and then another delay. And uh, there's all these delays. And so eventually I am getting on the plane. I'm getting on the plane. As I'm headed out, we sit there for another 45 minutes. They talking about we're 15 in line for, hey Vegas, we're 15 in line for takeoff. I'm like, y'all done delayed me. Greenwood, Mississippi, hey there. Y'all have delayed me three times. Now you got me sitting on the plane. I'm like, what is going on? The plane was coming from Atlanta where they had some rain and whatever. And so that delayed it. And then now it's going back into Atlanta. And so they had all these delays out here. And so we're sitting on the plane for uh, for another 45 minutes. All right, now I'm just knocking stuff out. I'm getting things done. I'm getting emails done. I'm getting business handled, all that. But what what I was, I, I was like, okay, this is crazy. I was like, I got all these meetings that we've already pushed back three times now because of, the, of these delays that I couldn't control. But everybody, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know the phrase I always use, every delay is to my benefit. Every delay is to my benefit. I just want to give you this quick principle, all right? And so um, we get there, or the plane finally takes off. The plane finally takes off 45 minutes after it was supposed to take off. Now, here's what's crazy. Y'all ready? Even though we left 45 minutes late, y'all ready for this? And this is a word for those of you who feel like your age, you're too old, or you're too young, or you've met, mm -mm, I'm going to help you. Listen to this. Literally, what happens is that we still landed. At the same time, we were originally supposed to land. Listen to me. We were not delayed because they made up for the difference in time in the air. And I want to prophesy and pray over you at the same time. 
that whatever there was the delay that made you think you were not going to make it to your destination on time, that that delay is not only to your benefit, but God is going to make up for it so that you still get there on time. You will not lose anything. You will not lose your place. You will not lose your energy. You will not lose your vitality. You will not use your strength. You will not lose vision. Y'all better talk to me. You will not lose. I pray God make up for the time in there. There's Bible to back that up. Joel chapter two. And I will restore to you the years. That's time. That's time. That's time. I will restore to you the years. That's time. That's time. You will get there on time. He's going to make up for it in the air. God, I'm on a run. He's going to make up for it in the air. He's going to make up for it in the air. Who is that for? He's going to make up for it. You are not too old. You did not make too many mistakes. You did not fail too much. You did not. I should have moved years ago. Yep, you should have. But guess what? He's going to make up for it in the move. When you make this move, you're going to get more progress once you get it done as if you did it when you were originally supposed to do it. He's a Joel chapter 2 God. Come on, y'all. It's 7.55. Can I just get you to go into a praise for five seconds in the comments? Can I get you to light the comments up with a praise? Can I get you to light the comments up with a praise? Can I get you to go crazy in these comments with a praise? Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, IG. Come on, TikTok. Light these comments up with a praise. You will get there on time. He's going to make up for it in the air. He's going to make up for it. I feel, uh, who is the person? I feel so far behind in my career. I should have made this move 10 years ago. Who are you? And you specifically said I should have done this 10 years ago. You used the word decade. Who are you? Wave at me. Whatever platform you're on, wave at me. Because God wanted to call you out tonight on prayer. I got to go. I got four minutes. He wanted to call you out on prayer tonight to let you know he heard you. And he needs you to pull that out the atmosphere. I see you. I see you. There you go. Boop. Got you right there on Facebook. Gotcha. You better hear me. You better hear me. You better hear. Oh, apparently it's more than one. You use that specific word. Wow, look at God. You ready? He heard you. And I need you to take that out the atmosphere. When you make the move, it's going to be the best move you could ever make. He's going to make up for lost time. Last thing we got to pray over, guys, small things. You may favor, share if you haven't shared. Small things. Philippians 4, 6, pray about everything. Most people never pray about the small things. Big doors from those small hinges. Last thing, we prayed over our desires. We prayed over our declarations. Here's the last thing, our decisions. Look at me. Decisions decide your future. Decisions decide your future. Look at me. The Bible is not a book about destiny. The Bible is a book about decisions. We know about David because he decided to fight Goliath. We know about Saul because he decided to accept the throne. We know about Peter because he decided to follow Jesus. Even though he was the, one of the older ones that had a wife and kids, he said, I got to follow this kingdom pursuit. But thank God he married right so that they didn't become a hindrance to him following his kingdom pursuit. Ooh, that's a word for somebody. Make sure you marry right so who you marry is not a hindrance to what you call to do. You ready? All right. Father, we cover our decisions. And I pray that every decision we make, that it will be a decision that takes us closer to what you created us for. Our purpose is universal. You said that we are given to the ministry of reconciliation, which means every single Christian, that our universal purpose is whatever we do is to get people back to you. But we will not all do it the same way. Some will do it through arts and entertainment. Some will do it through business. Some will do it through education. Some will do it through family. Some will do it through government. Some will do it through media. But we are all trained through the church on how to do it. I pray for our decisions, that our decisions would line up with what you created us to do. Let us make better decisions. You said no man goes to war unless he first counts up the cost, which means God change our decision-making metrics. That's Luke 14 and 28. Change our decision-making metric so that we are making decisions based off of a mixture of the information and the revelation. Let us, oh God, Jesus, let us make decisions based on information and revelation. Revelation is what you say about it, information or what the circumstances are. And we won't let the circumstances overpower the, the revelation, but we need information and revelation together. We need to know what we're working with so we can know what we need you to provide. We need to know what we have so we can know what we need to ask for. I pray that we can make decisions 
Father, that are better, that are good, that are not perfect, but that are right. In Jesus' name. Guys, it's 7.59. We got to go. Prayer tonight has been on fire. I need everybody to drop a fire in the comments, whatever platform you're on. I got to go. Last two things that I want to do tonight um, is we do two things. We're going to sow and we're going to go after souls. SS, we're going to sow and we're going to go after souls. Our seed tonight on prayer is literally this. Uh, it's literally this. It's literally this. Um, there are now, what, 18 days left. This is a simple seed. You're going to sell $1 for every day left this month. It's an $18 seed. That's it. That's it. That's the seed. Now, if you want to do 180, you can do that. If you want to do 81, you can do that. But our seed tonight is $18 for the remaining days of this month. You always bless what blesses you, right? If prayer blesses you, you be a blessing tonight. Say, so don't sow. Then don't sow. All right, but then don't be mad when you don't have harvest. All right, I'm a sower. I never give and don't ask you to give. I believe in the power of seed. That's why the people of Harvest Church are blessed people because we are givers. All right. How do you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Homer with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that. You can use the email hello at harvestchurch.church. If you want to use text to give, you can text the amount to 84321. Text them out to 84321. Tap the link. When you see the Harvest Church V, that's where you want to be. If you don't see that V logo, I don't you only have something on. Uh, you don't see that V logo, then, then that ain't the right harvest. You almost so there. That's not it. All right. You can do it that way. If you don't have it, you get as you sow as close as you can to it. There's a Bible, the Bible tells a story about a widow where she gave literally a half a penny, and Jesus watched her give it. I want you to pay attention to what he did do. He didn't do what a lot of Christians do in error. A lot of Christians say, baby, if you ain't got it, he knows your heart. That's not Bible. You can't get a harvest from what you did not release. He watched this woman give, and he said, I've not seen faith like this from anybody. He said, everybody else gave out of their abundance. She gave out of her lap. I am a living witness that you can give your way out of death because I've done it. You can give your way out of owing people things. I've done it. You can give your way out of tight financial spaces. I have done it. All right, that's the seed, $18. You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two at the end. Dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, give it a five. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. All right, or you can use text to give, text them out to 84321. You can use badges over here on Instagram too. You can sort that way, but that's our seed, $18. And then literally, this is for the rest of the month of March. This the name The name of the seed is 18 because it's for one, it's for each day remaining in this month. Last thing I want to do is tonight, if you're not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you want to recommit yourself to the Lord, today is your day. God came to get you on prayer. Number three, and like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, throw that hand up or do that uh, and do the hand with emoji or say it's me. Wherever you're at, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Wherever you are at, when I count to three, that's when you respond. One, two, three. If that's you, respond. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. The cash app is, uh, is uh, let's put it up. Let's tag, let's put it up. It's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. There's the cash app. It's right there. All right. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself. They're already responding over here on IG. Wherever you're at, wherever you are at, do that hand wave emoji or say it to me. They're responding over on IG. Several responding on IG. I'm going to count down from five and I need you to respond. Like, Bishop, I think I'm saying, I don't need you to think. This is, this is not like whether or not you have enough gas or you need to go get gas tonight. This is not something to play with. This is the future of your eternal spirit. This is not something to play with. This is not something to, I think I'm good. This is not something, when I got baptized when I was a kid, I think, mm -mm, this is the future of your eternity. And I need you tonight to be sure, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, do that hand wave emoji, or say it's me, five, four, waiting on you, three, two, wherever you're at, there's three more of you that are supposed to respond. And I'm gonna sit on two until I see at least one of you respond. You literally have your hand on, there's one, boom, one. There's two more of you at least that are supposed to respond tonight. God came to get you. I pray you not be ashamed. I pray you not have fear. Jesus said, if you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. So why do I have to put it in the comments? Because you're just making it public. That Lord, I give you my life. There it is. And there's the other. Listen, they're still responding. I got you on YouTube. You can keep responding. But everybody pray this prayer with me. I literally have digital online ambassadors watching every platform. I got you, uh, uh, GD. I got you. 
I want everybody to play this with me. I don't care if you and Jesus went to school together and you got yearbook pictures talking about, look at me and Jesus. Everybody play this with me. Say, Father. They're still responding on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Come on, God. They're still responding. Come on, God. They are still responding. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, if I fail, give me the grace to get back up. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, y'all, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, I just have one thing I need you to do, and it's for you. It's not for me, it's for you. You're going to text the word HARVEST to 55498. When you do that, you're going to get a menu. You're going to just respond with the number for salvation. When you do that, we're going to get you a message called What Next? You prayed this prayer, but what do you do next? Right? I'm not just going to throw you out there to the sharks, throw you out there to the wolves. Hope you figure this thing out on your own. I am a shepherd, so I care about what happens to people. And so I want for you to just shoot that text. Let us know you just prayed the prayer. Salvation. You'll see the option. Send that number. We're going to shoot you this message called What Next? Some of you prayed it before. You've never sent the text. I need you to go send that text because I just want to walk you through. I prayed this prayer. What do I do next? The statistics say that most people, after they become Christians, fall away within two years. You know why? Because they were never taught what to do next. They heard something like, find a good Bible, leave in church. What does that mean? What does that even mean? Right? They heard something like, you know, just every day, read your Bible. Are you joking? Reading some of them chapters in the Bible will overwhelm you, depending on where you start. You start reading the genealogies, you'll be like, I saw so, but that's so and so. Let me walk you through how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night tonight. Again, if you didn't get your seat in the ground, get it in the ground. $18, literally. Um, this is for the remaining days in the month of March. You can sell more than that, of course. You can change the numbers. You can do 81, you know, 180. You do that. But put those numbers in once you sell for the remaining month of March. Congratulations to everybody who gave their lives to the Lord. Prayer, listen, this was a lot tonight. You got to go back and listen to the beginning of this. This is something you got to listen to several times. The other thing I want to tell you is all this week, I'm going to be coming live in the mornings, all right? And uh, I'm not going to tell you when. All I'm going to tell you is make sure that you're looking for the live notifications in the morning. And we'll be coming live all this week. I mentioned it on Sunday. I just reserved tonight for prayer. Then I had that issue with Instagram today. And so every day, um, Tuesday through Friday, I'm going to be coming live in the mornings to pray with you, prophesy, encourage you, and keep you going, all right? It's going to be a great month for you. Love you. Shalom to you all. Have a good night. Shalom to you all. Love you. Have a good night. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.